biggest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Dexter. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Dexter news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Dexter. Hello, Dexter fans. Woo-woo. Finally, we are here. <laughs> Season 6, Episode 1, Those Kinds of Things. Uh, I am your host, Kevin Undergaro, along with... Heather Basra. And we are so excited to be here. We, we had uh, a lot of anticipation yes. uh, leading up to this. Uh, you know, my personal opinion was the strongest season I've seen thus far was, was the Season 4 with Lithgow. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of the, uh, the Dexterites... Agree. Yes, I thought last year it was you know great, but a little softer. Yes, most certainly softer. And, and the inside word that I was getting, and, and in, in fact, when we were at the MTV Movie Award Gift Suites, Jess, who was the cast member from Dexter that we saw at the when we broadcast? We did After Buzz from the MTV Gift Suites. I will get right back to you. Okay, I forget. I forget. I'm sorry. I forget who it was, <laughs> but the word was from them like, no, 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 stay tuned. Okay. Six is going to get us back on track. So anyway, um, lots to talk about. And, and man, mm-hmm. they got a lot in this episode. They sure uh, did. That we got to see. And, you know, before we get into the recap, um, Heather, uh, as you know, with AfterBuzz, we watch these shows and we try to go up within five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We, we try to go up um, as quick as we can. Uh and unfortunately, we don't get to do the research and all the other yeah. things that I'd love to be able to do and to, to get more feedback and to break certain things down. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you mentioned as we were uh, hustling around in the studio mm-hmm. is that now that um, uh, the actor who plays Dexter and the actress who plays Deb, who were married, mm-hmm. are now divorced, you actually noticed a difference in their mm-hmm. performances. Can mm-hmm. you speak to that? Okay, so... The first part I noticed was when they were uh, accepting the award, uh, when Lieutenant Luwakta, yes, was accepting the award, they were sitting a little further apart than usual. Normally, they're they look like brother and sister. They act like brother and sister. They're really chummy and goofy, and they're you can tell they're just they get along. But in this episode, you see them, or I mean, in the scene, yeah. you see she's sitting a lot closer to Quinn. And a little bit further away from him, there's there's significant. So space. do you do you think? And you know, again, it's, it's opinion, <laughs> but I I I think it could be valid. Do you think that this was the writer and director trying to make her closer with Quinn in the story, or do you think just in real life there's tension and they're keeping them apart? Mm, maybe maybe they can be adults about it, but it's hard. I, I, it, it's it's. You know, it's tough I, seeing an ex and having to deal with that, you know. It's just like seeing an ex in the workplace. There's no way. It can't be easy. I don't care mm-hmm. 
And and actors at the end of the day, their job is to act, mm-hmm. so it's to put on a role and turn it on and off. But they're human. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind still, of hard to turn the feelings off or the tension or the argument or whatever it is and focus and being character. But maybe the directors and the writers probably thought keep, of this. Keep them in their neutral maybe, corners. Yeah, maybe they thought of this ahead of time. You know, they're like, and okay. And so they're finding ways to kind of just maybe. keep a little space. Well, I know that just going back in time um, with with movies and, and you know, being a, a, such a big fan of old films mm-hmm. and doing research on them, I know that a lot, a lot of real-life tension that exists um, between actors ends up can end can end up working very effectively. Oh yeah, I remember there's a, just a movie they called The Heiress. Great film, Olivia mm-hmm. de Havilland starred in with. Oh my goodness! I, I always when I, th- I think of him as the predecessor to Tom Cruise, he was Montgomery Clift, mm-hmm. very handsome young actor, and Olivia felt he was very vain and very self-absorbed and not very generous as an actor. Mm. He would kind of hog the scene. But she felt that's what made it work. Yeah. She she was an heiress who was coming into a lot of money. He was a gold digger who was using her for her money. Um, and that's just one of many, many examples of how great it can work mm-hmm. for you. Now, um, films that haven't succeeded <laughs> because of that also, I'm sure, exist. Oh, where course. the two actors just, just can't get on the same page and it just makes a, a mess um, of what's going on. I, I, I tend to think the best chemistry that you see is something real yeah yes whether it's if if that's what's going to be useful is a sexual tension or an angry tension i feel like that makes for the it brings out the adrenaline you know when you're in the moment you're angry and you feel it you know your blood starts pumping i think maybe that helps too comes out well, yeah. it'll be interesting. I, I did not see that, but then I wasn't looking for that. So I'm really glad you picked that up. So as we watch, it'll be yeah. interesting on the side just to watch to see, you know, kind of... Um, the little tidbits. What's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's talk about we, 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 we open up with this and we kind of... It seems like it's a couple of years have passed. Yeah, the baby's in that. The baby's in preschool. Um, and we'll talk about that later as we really focus on Dexter. Mm-hmm. But... We see that uh, Angel and Luarta are, are no longer together. No. And Luarta is is chummy up on stage getting this promotion from the deputy chief, only to find out, of course, it was a little, a little bit blackmail. of a little blackmail going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they'll be setting up for us is the fact that, you know, when the deputy chief says to her, you better watch your ass. Yeah. Now you're playing with the big boys. Mm-hmm. So we know. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen between something's them. Gonna you go know, down. They're going to develop that. Did you, and then, well, you know, I want to, I'm going <laughs> to, no, I'm going to just sum up some of the other things. And we see Angels, we meet his younger sister who mm-hmm. has taken the apartment next to Dexter mm-hmm. so she can be a nanny. Like a permanent. And, yeah. you know, we see she's, she's dressing sexy and that kind of bothers Angel. And, you know, we learn a little bit more about Angel. Mm-hmm. And I know now we're going to have someone else watching Dexter, mm-hmm. as we know, at that dinner. We say, oh, Dexter's out at night a lot. Really, he says. Oh. So we know they're, they're laying down the groundwork. That again that is more be, people are keeping an eye out now. Someone else is watching him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we have Quinn and Deb who are advanced in their relationship, we see. And I he, believe they moved in together. They moved in together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got that out with uh, by her saying, oh, what do you want to buy another flat panel? He's like, no, I just need dinner. And mm-hmm. 
And dinner, of course, was going to be him proposing to her mm-hmm. and only for this like crazy shootout to yeah. happen. And she shows that she's super cop and people are filming it or taping it on their phones. Yeah, on their cell phones. Um, and going to create for some tension. I believe it's going to create tension because it's it's going to emasculate him mm-hmm. and that may cause problems with their relationship. Their relationship. Yep. My question to you mm-hmm. with all... All of this, and particularly when Dexter uh, killed the two paramedics. Oh, yeah, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It To me, that scene, along with the way they laid out all the, um, the B characters and their stories, seemed like a lot of exposition mm-hmm. in a really fast way that wasn't really organic. You know, one of the things mm-hmm. they always talk teacher in writing is show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. show don't tell and the beginning of this episode for me and i don't want to be too critical because i love this show yeah. and i love all the actors <laughs> and i love the writers but what i what bothered me a little bit is that there was a lot of telling yeah and not a lot of showing so as dexter's killing these paramedics he's completely explaining oh and i know you were the ones who were harvesting body parts and but the but the but the the person you were working with uh, was busted and stopped, but you have kept going, mm-hmm. and you were just doing it for money. And just, you know, and it's like, yeah. ugh. And like, just get to it already. We already know. But it was so much explaining and telling and mm-hmm. telling, and the same thing with Lawada and the deputy chief and Quinn and Deb and Angel. It was just, it was just they wanted to kind of get all these facts out as fast as they could, and mm-hmm. it didn't feel to me organic. But that might be. Maybe one of those things that I'm always looking for. Did, mm-hmm. did any of that bother you at all, Heather? Um, it kind of felt a little rushed. Okay. It, like for the first half of the the episode, it seemed a little rushed. Like, here's a character. Here's a character. This is going on. This is going on. Here's this. Here's that. So get yeah, and let like, and it was just let's get all this information out, and yeah. then and then okay now, exhale. Okay, we now can start let's get into the season episode. six. Yeah. So that was that. Uh, I did find. Just a little bit annoying. And it doesn't was, seem like the usual Dexter, right. you know, the usual Dexter episodes where it's kind of like him thinking and him slowly moving into that. You know, usually that first scene would probably take a whole episode. Right. Exactly. And, it wouldn't it be a whole in episode. five minutes. And it was just, you know, you know, and, and, and the whole thing with him being pretending to be stabbed and calling somebody and, uh, yeah, it just... It, it it was a little confusing. It irked me, and it I, I was I, not like I'm such as some smarty pants. It didn't <laughs> it didn't really confuse me, but I did feel as though it was rushed. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, anyway, I'm okay. I'm okay, <laughs> I'm okay because once once it once we we, yeah. we settled down, we were fine. Um, we so Dexter's got this new life. We've got the son in preschool. We've got mm-hmm. Angel's sister being the nanny. We have a bigger. We have the second apartment he rents. So we know that the baby and her are in that apartment. Mm-hmm. So he's free to do his business. Yes, he's and pretty much got the whole apartment to himself. He's back in business. He puts the slides in the AC unit, which every time he does that, I cringe because I'm like, oh, that's the evidence that's going to sink you at the end uh-huh. of the series. No, yeah. why? Why do we? Why and do, every criminal seems, has to do every that. time somebody walks by, they're like, "Oh, dude, you're like your AC's busted or something." Everyone has all, Everyone's saying, yeah. always like looking in, like, "What is something's in there?" Right. And he's like, "Oh no, nothing. Come over here." Yeah. So it's always like every time, yeah. like, ah, you know, they're setting. Obviously, they've been they're setting, setting it up. up. Yeah, that's for a long time. Gonna... But 
we we go to the the reunion, which um, kind of came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, <laughs> but it ended up for me being a lot of fun. It was. I think the funniest thing I've seen with this series, and and just one of the funniest things I've seen in general, was him dancing to MC <laughs> Hammer. It was a low angle shot, mm-hmm. a lot of bad white guy dancing. Yes. Effing hysterical. Yes, definitely crazy. And you could totally see how awkward he is. Yes. Completely how awkward he is and how he doesn't know how to fit in. And he thinks he knows how to fit in. But then we see this and we're like, oh, yeah. No idea. And, you know, in directing what the director did, which I thought was 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 cool, was that if you notice, it was all single shots of Dexter Mm -hmm. when he would talk to somebody Mm -hmm. and then singles of the other people. Yeah, and it was it was so there was such a disconnect between him and everyone else, mm-hmm. and then when you know the dad says you know what go out have fun be po-. well what anyway we find out he is popular now yes. which he wasn't in high school because he's got the cool job yeah and he's a good looking guy and how many times do we see this right in high schools where oh. the popular guy just kind of turns into a husband mm-hmm. and you know the other guy the, the nerd is now the doctor yep. or whatever and and the dad says enjoy it so we get to see him enjoy it which is. Which is interesting, um, but that dance just killed me. I thought that <laughs> it was, was definitely funny. I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was. I, uh, I bet, like while he was doing it, he was probably laughing. Yeah, he had fun. Like, oh, you could tell. Like, he had a smile on his face for a quick moment. He was having a ball doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so it was. It was. It was nice to see him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a decent setting uh, for them. Um, and of course, we move on from there. Uh, Jeez, I don't want to jump around a lot, but he he ends up even picking up a girl, and he gets, yeah, he gets a, what he didn't even know what was going on at the beginning, and she just. And well, all I was saying to Heather was, <laughs> I just wish it was this easy. Like, <laughs> getting a girl who just yeah, it just pulls you aside and says, "Hey, let's go in this room." Gives and you oral sex, this, and then says, "That's it. Thanks. Bye." Like wow, <laughs> I love it. Of course, he uses it as a way to get to. We find out he's going to the reunion just because. Um, somebody, somebody liked in high school um, ends up he surmised was killed by the abusive boyfriend she had back then and they, yeah they got married and and he so he and you know what a, he said I thought was I think it's hilarious because I think a lot of people who are not happy with their marriages kind of probably think this way so maybe they stay together or they wish they could kill their spouse he said um, Dexter said give me a reason why you ki- had to kill her? Do you know how expensive uh, divorce is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but by the way, by the way, I hate to say it, like that is how a lot it's, of like those rich asshole guys think. It's yeah, like, you know, they don't want to lose half their money. I don't want to give away the money. <laughs> um, he has, and this will tie into some other things. Interesting. He's got the Jesus tattoo on his chest, and yes. we clearly see from beginning with the the. Um, preschool that the that his son is being dropped off mm-hmm. at a, a predominantly catholic school lots yep. of the images of the crucifixion and lots of them and different mosaics and when we see this jesus tattoo on his chest mm-hmm. it feels like this episode and, and this season yeah i was gonna say this season gonna seems be to about be, religion i think it's so. gonna be about his relationship with god mm-hmm. which we haven't touched on no not at all and by the way once again such a funny show how funny was his talking to angel about religion (laughs) that was hilarious he's like angel explain religion to me so i can explain it to somebody else (laughs) and an angel's explanation was so 
lame and, bl- and, bland. and blind, yeah. blind and bland. But don't you think it was <laughs> the writers really kind of That's, poking fun at all of us for how true? we just like kind of blindly follow it, and then when we're pushed, it's like, well, it's within you, faith. yeah, and um. And Jesus, I wrote down. I don't know. Did you? The 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 actual quote was hysterical. No, I um, didn't. Is you know, he, he said he said something about faith, whatever, and and Dexter tells him that makes no sense. <laughs> you know, like oh the, yeah, yeah. His voiceover tells him like, but it was yeah. The voice in his head says like, what? And he's like, it makes perfect sense. But then of course the voice in his yeah. head like, makes no, no sense. sense whatsoever. And and I have to. I hate to be cynical. Hmm. But it really felt like I felt like Dexter. That moment. I, like, I did too. Like, but if you talk to people who really are religious, that's how they don't know how to explain it. Yeah, you can. I, I really feel like yeah, I've yeah. I've been through. My mom was really cool growing up. She was like, "I want you to learn everything." So I learned a little. You know, I've been to every kind of church, temple. Oh my I've been goodness! To mosque, really? Mm-hmm. I've been to Jewish church. Yeah, to no every, favorites. Um, I do like Islam, okay. but it's, I don't want people to judge me based on that. So I kind of just pick and choose a little bit of each. That's, you know what? That's interesting that you li- actually, that you like Islam that, uh, when you've seen all the other mm-hmm. religions. Well, when you read the Quran for yourself and that's, I think that's where he's coming from. You know, it's, it's in yourself. It's, he said, it's faith. That's what Angel says in his explanation. Yes, he said it's it's faith. It's hard to explain, and and I can see where he's coming from, or where people are put on the spot, and they're like, "Well, why are you Catholic? Why do you believe that?" Uh, right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And it really is. It's faith. It's what you, how you interpret the your holy book, and and when I was learning about Islam, I did read the Quran. That's what the Imam told me. He gave me the book and said. Read it for yourself. Don't listen to anybody else, right. but read it for yourself. Okay. And it's true. It's true. Well, you have to. Well, it'll be interesting to see how, they tie as this all, in. How, how this all unfolds and mm. if he develops any faith as Ooh, this goes on. As he picks one. You know, when he was about to kill a guy, he kind of, he sat back and <laughs> it seems like he's interested in, in getting some kind of answer. He's not, he's saying it's. Sounds stupid, but I think he's curious about oh, it. Oh, very curious. He wants to know more. He want, and and so he, he wants to he, learn a little he bit. He questions Angel, of course, doesn't hear much. <laughs> and then when he, but then he, right before he kills the guy, normally he would have killed the guy at that moment. Oh, yeah. He actually sat back to listen to him. Yes. Well, and the guy had asked him, Why do you want to hear me? Oh, you know, I'm interested. Tell me. I want to know. Right. You know, why? I just, let's do it. And of course, he. Hammer yeah. time. It's a great, great callback. <laughs> that to, that was hilarious. To the, to the hammer time dance, which I thought <laughs> very clever writing. And again, this is how I got sucked just totally back into the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the, the first, say, third, I thought, or the, maybe you said it was the first half. Maybe it was. But once we got into it, I mm-hmm. I, I, I got I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the usual funny stuff, we, we don't want to leave out our dear friend Matsuka. He's uh, hilarious, right? He's so funny. He so totally funny. makes me laugh. He's there's always that one guy in every group or that one guy at every job who has to be that like not dirty minded, but always brings it to that level. He's Everyone's just, thinking of it, nobody says it. He's the one who says it out loud. Out loud. He's, he's <laughs> just he's he's just a geek. He's he's inappropriate. He's he's uh um he's awkward and he's hilarious. Yes. And it's so funny. He's I think that even the class he's teaching is an internet class 
class. It's, yeah, it's, it's like an something. online internet exactly. philanthropy, like yeah, no, criminal it's, something. Yeah, no, it was like <laughs> it was many, many disclaimers with the title. It wasn't, you know, and I'm picking an intern. Yeah. Um, and and it's interesting. He, it, it he was actually, a surprise. He picked the nerd guy, like uh, tr- trying to go the other way. But in the end, he's like, all right, yeah, the I'm, hot chick wins. Because <laughs> the kid passed out. It was yeah. so funny. The kid was like, yeah, I think he's dead. <laughs> like, right? That was his, his yeah. conclusion. Um, anyway, he's great. We'll be seeing more of him. Oh, definitely. Um, and let's talk about, because this will lead us into our new supervillains. Ooh, yeah. It seems like every every season we have one great Something. villain. Yeah. And the greatest everyone seems to say is Lithgow. Yes. Um, these new two guys played by Colin Hanks mm-hmm. and Edward James almost. Mm. Very interesting. I we, we you know we as uh, as we just tell people people listening at home as we do our shows we put up the we rerun the show in the studio. So we see it up on the screen here. Mm-hmm. And as as it was playing, I noticed that Colin Hanks got billing over Edward James almost. So I don't know. Mm. That's just we you know maybe maybe Mm-hmm. Maybe I I, I just because I know Edward James almost is a legend. Yeah, but Colin Hanks is a he's a he's a comer. He is a he's, fantastic actor. He picks um, the good parts. He does. He picks really good, but he roles. can handle those roles exactly. And I'll tell you, he's he's it's it's funny. I'm a filmmaker, and mm-hmm. the new project I'm working on, which uh, obviously Serial Buddies, my old project, just mm-hmm. has to get out there and and kind of do the festivals and the promotion and all mm-hmm. that crap. But in the meantime, I'm starting work on something new and. Uh, there's something that I have for Colin. I just, I really want to work with him. I mm-hmm. think he's a great actor. And um, I think that between him and Edward James almost, I feel like we're going to have, I mean, Lithgow is Lithgow. He's fantastic. Yeah. But now I think we're going to have two credible people that will do something really interesting as our season of supervillain role. Yes. Um, but we see these two, again, the religious thing, um, yeah, they're doing all this crazy stuff. We see them pick up a a pregnant snake in the water, freshwater snake, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, very um, interesting. Crazy, you know. And they said when they're pregnant, they're slow, so you can catch them. Yes. Um, which who knows if that's not a callback to the fact that now that Dexter has mm. a child, that he's not slower and easier to catch, or you know, more yeah. vulnerable. But mm-hmm. I, I I told Jesse. I, you know when when they, they take this they they catch the snake then they they kill the fruit stand guy right. we find the intestines we don't think anything of it but when his body washes up we see it sewn shut with an alpha and omega mm-hmm. symbol and when they open it up all the baby snakes come out mm-hmm. and I said geez that's got to be biblical uh, yeah, and, and Jess I had you look up in the and again, this is why I wish if we had more time in between the show ending and us coming up in the studio. But mm-hmm. Jess, I asked you to look it up. What what did you find when you looked up snakes in the stomach? Uh, it represents, uh, overall, it represents uh, betrayal um, and things that you fear. Now, um, I also was looking up, there's a, I don't, I, I hope it's, I'm correct, it's a Buddha, um, I don't know if he's a god, but an elephant in the shape of an elephant, Ganat, Ganu. Or mm. uh, Ganoush. Ganoush. Yeah. He has a snake uh, wrapped around his belly, um, and that's a popular one that pops up. And it symbolizes um, mm. 
The snake symbolizes the energy for all things eternal. Um, now, I just looked up. I didn't realize that you said it was a pregnant snake. Mm. Um, so I looked up what does, uh, you know, what does a pregnant snake symbolize? And um, by neglecting a responsibility, um, things can infest. And so with that, it gets scarier, which brings in the fear uh, that the snake represents. But the snake being pregnant and means that from that fear, you know, by not doing something correctly, it will create and manifest into something bigger and bigger. more negative. Ooh. Interesting, which is going to be this whole season. Yeah. You know, and, and so no sooner do I say that, um, Edward James almost says, says some quote, the serpent from the sea with seven heads. Uh, blah, 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 something about blasphemy. And again, I'm, I apologize that we can't DVR back fast enough and get the yeah. quote. But it's something biblical. We know the snake from the Garden of Eden, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, represents the devil. It you, generally doesn't represent anything good. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, You see a snake, it's bad news. <laughs> and great, which we both laughed. We loved how Dexter was excited over oh, it. Oh, God, did you see the look in his eyes? Yeah. He's like... Snakes! Oh yeah, gosh, it, who did this? And, and we, we're going to see in the, um, you know, when we go later in the episode with previews, uh, he's so mesmerized by all of these things that are happening around him because he's so curious about this biblical a new guy stuff to be now. Excited about yeah. exactly, and it, it's and he's curious because he wanted to learn about the biblical stuff, right? And now it's kind of all coming to him in the killer sense which is his it's, it's, it's totally his, his niche, his niche yeah. and his arena and in he he's he he even mentions what a, what a great imagination <laughs> yeah. this killer has so he's excited oh yeah um definitely. yeah we see he's back but i think that i feel as though we're gonna have a great season and i i love i love the idea i love colin hanks as an actor i love mm-hmm. edward james almost as an actor and i think that they're gonna do something pretty cool i i have to say Mm-hmm. with this show and uh, i hope i don't um offend any other fans i've never been i've never been the biggest fan of this show of the smaller characters in subplots mm. how do you feel about I can, that i can see that i mean i love this show just because of dexter and agreed that's me i agree i mean i have my degree in biology i wanted to be a doctor for blood cardiology so this totally when he gets when he sees blood and he gets excited, I'm excited. I know. I see your eyes. Yeah. Like my God, if, if you're if you're on audio, you gotta go check out our YouTube feeds. You can see this gorgeous girl <laughs> with these beautiful blue eyes. But to see her get excited about blood, it's yeah. hilarious. Like when he gets excited, I'm excited. Like when he when he hit that guy with the ha- with the hammer, and he's like hammer time. I was like, oh my God, yeah, that was yeah, way like, cool. Like, and hilarious, you know. And again, as we're watching the rerun in the studio, how great that the one girl he did date turned lesbian right i mean so many like subtleties of just of humor yeah you were the last guy i dated yeah so obviously he drove into lesbianism oh right hilarious but but for me i i have to say i love the actors the the supporting actors i think they're all fantastic what i don't like is i didn't really like luart and angel and they're romancing each other uh, yeah, little side stories. I don't like that, and le- I only like it in so much as it supports the main, mm-hmm. it supports Dexter's story, yes, and his arc. Other than that, I don't care for it. And I think, I, I think what what happens, I know from my experience mm-hmm. writing for TV, is 
you become friends with these actors, and as a writer, you want to give them give more. Them and then you have also pressures from agents and managers mm-hmm. and things like that who they want more time Tough. and more stories. And um, ends up feeling forced. And I, I, I uh, like I said, I don't want to hope I'm not offending any of the uh, my fellow Dexter fans. It's <laughs> just that I'm like, God, no, I, I, I want, I want to I see, want Dexter. To see Dexter. And I, Dexter. And I love Deb with Dexter and Angel with Dexter and Luarte with Dexter. Yeah. I like, and, and if their stories really support his, I like it. But I know like just watching Luarte and Angel romance each other and stuff, it, was, it just was boring. It was a little awkward. Yeah. It's a little, eh. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Anyway, so hopefully we, we won't have to see much of that. Hopefully they'll just stick to Dexter. Yeah, I, I think they might. I, I hope I, so. I, it seems so far... I mean, we're getting little tidbits, but it they seems got, like, like it's all going to come together somehow. Like for me, the way they handled Matsuka in this episode, perfect. Yes. Just it totally complimentary. He's hilarious and he's funny and it's just, it's a, it's a, it's That's a, a good role for him. Yeah. It's a great role for him, but it's great window dressing for the show. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Didn't take me out. Made me laugh during it. And we're still moving along. And we're along. still back on we're to Dexter. We're still moving along. Mm-hmm. I just hate when we... And I, I like Deb's old boyfriend, you know, the last lover, yeah. like in the apartment. Just, oh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Get back to Dexter and Get killing people. Get back to Dexter, <laughs> right. If the boyfriend's trying to find out who Dexter is. That, or yes. Or the boyfriend is, you know, mm-hmm. killing people and putting them under his house and dating them. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. On that, I don't care. Let's just exactly. stick to it. All right, Jess, how about take us a commercial and then, and we'll talk about that very, very long preview for season Ooh, six. yeah. Exciting stuff. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's experience. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Four, two, four, two, I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Season. No, it's okay. You can talk. <laughs> Sorry. You, you just... I thought last season was going to be... The last season. But then they came out with this season. So I don't know how many more seasons they're going to actually have. Ah, well, that's why we have predictions. <laughs> uh, Jess, can you look up what the... And I I'm, I really apologize for, for not having this info on hand. Um, I was called into duty here. I didn't expect... I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> I'm a fan of the show, but I was not uh, thinking I was going to host the after show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I apologize. I would have been more prepared. But... We predict- forgive you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Heather, so we saw a very long preview. Yes. Uh, kind of uh, touching on this whole season. Yes. It's interesting. Just, it, I thought it was great too that the intro of this show mm-hmm. was not just a recap of of last season, it but was it was a, a recap of the series. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Which I thought was great, very clever. Oh my god, look at look at. Oh this. yeah. We're at the wide. Ch- oh my god, <laughs> look, Dexter's dance. He's dancing like a two-year-old. Time. Look at this. The all awful white people dances. This must have been so much fun to shoot. 
Look at oh him. Oh, my God. He actually smiles. You can tell yeah. he's having fun. Oh. oh, and they're doing the thriller dance. I mean, I can't even believe right how there, bad. Right there, right there. There he goes. He's getting way too excited. Yeah, he just did a spin, <laughs> and now a robot. Yeah. And they're all, like, just having way too much fun. Yeah. Okay. So we know religion, it seems like, is in faith, mm. and faith in God is going to uh, encapsulate this episode, this, oh. se- this season. This season, mm-hmm. Um, what were some of the things in that you were talking about? The the date of the dead. What was uh, that? Dia de Muerte. They have their faces painted uh, super white with it looks like skeletons on their face. Right. And I saw a couple of those. Is that shots. is that a, a what is that? Um, in the Spanish culture, I believe they during around Halloween. I believe it's in November. I'm not really sure. I think it's November. Now, it do you happens. mean Spanish or Latino? Like Spanish is in Spain? Um, or? Spanish is in like I think, uh, like South America. All of the Latino, okay, Latino, right? Okay. Yeah, communities. I, I even it's a think Mex- Mexican holiday, November first and second. Okay, okay, so it is Mexican. And what okay. are they, Jess? What are they celebrating? It's interesting. It's right after Halloween. It's uh, called the Day of the Dead. It says okay. it focuses on the gatherings of family and friends to pray for and remember friends and family members who have died. Okay. That's why they wear the faces. Okay. So we see a lot of this. See a lot of that. That's going to be in this season, some mm-hmm. of the episodes, or one of them. We also saw um, the crucifix. A couple of people were standing like that. Crosses behind them um, look like Mary, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Mother Mary, I guess. I don't know what she's technically called. Um, the Blessed Mother. Oh, okay. And then, and then we see... Uh, a lot of body parts chopped up, almost like the guy did in season one. Do you remember that, the, the his, slices? He, he the, the way the guy would slice up the body parts? Yes. Even though the bodies were whiter, mm-hmm. they were sliced up in the same way. And I don't know if that's going to be a callback to what we saw earlier, mm-hmm. but I, I thought that was interesting. Well, wasn't it his brother? Yes. So maybe somehow it could be Dexter. Uh, Who knows? Uh, blending in. Who knows? It's Ooh. very interesting. Yeah, I, I think... It's. I think we're in for something pretty cool. Oh, very, yes. very rich. His curiosity is going to get the best of him, maybe. And and, it's and lead him into and some the bad son, things. and the son speaks. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think because again, it, we were rushing around the studio. I didn't expect it to go so long. You know, normally it's you, you get 30 seconds, and yeah, and a lot of these shows, like a Breaking Bad or say Boardwalk, or the shows mm-hmm. I do, they 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 tease these scenes, but you can't really tell where it's What's going. Gonna, You're left yeah. to really guess. So I was just loosely watching it. I wasn't paying attention. And then, oh, my goodness, all these, like, um, images came forward. And it went for such a long time. And it I apologize. A, I should like have looked at it dead more. body after dead body after dead body after crime scene after some biblical something. And, and then followed up by again and, and he again. And he says, uh, you know, there's a great quote, too. I will be, Quinn will be the uncle to my son over my dead body. Like, and he was. Yeah. he, Him and Quinn do not. Even though we didn't see much of it now. They no, were, they were, not know. now because Deb and Quinn are now together. So it's they haven't done anything touchy. really with their like, yeah, yeah. their animosity toward mm-hmm. one another. But um, we're going to be seeing more of that. Yes. We see Deb's want to marry Deb, but Deb's not going to be not really into I it. I don't think so. No. She doesn't seem really into it. No, I think she, at this point, it just seems like she said no luck and love that she's just going to dedicate herself to being a cop. And now she's got that uh, maybe a little help. From the cameras, the right. hero uh, aspect, maybe she's going to bump up. And um, Angel's moving up, hopefully, too. He'll move up. So that may 
allow her to move, to move up. up. I mean, she definitely deserves it because she's very she's hardworking. Hu- she's hardworking. She's passionate. She's hung in for so long. And I and I, it's funny. I find people like this mm-hmm. in business mm-hmm. are the ones who are the most successful. Oh, yeah. Who, who like there's the most obstacles in front of them. And they still uh, the keep most pushing disrespect. through. They keep coming and they, they keep st- coming and they keep coming and they and they stay humble and they and they earn it. You mm-hmm. know and. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's great writing the way they're they they've been patient all these seasons to progress her. And Jess, do we have any word on this? If we think this is the last season, or if they were renewed? I don't see anything online. It doesn't say anything. But else. this could be because you were saying how the precap to this episode was all the seasons. Did they do that before? I can't yeah, remember. Uh, if they did I, that. Every I don't season. remember. I, here's why I don't think it'd be the last one mm-hmm. because I think. Showtime would make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Final season of Dexter. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just wondering how many. I feel like we'll have another one after this, but I this like, you know, I always like I mean, to know. Yeah, just a little. Just so I can breathe easy when I love my shows <laughs> and they have yeah. to go away on me. Right. Um, but I feel like this is going to be a very intense season. Oh, yeah. It's going to be intense. high-powered, packed full now, of Heather, energy. can I count on you where I'm busy with 50 jobs that you'll get in touch with? <laughs> the PR people at Showtime to get some of these, these uh, some of our cast. Sure. I can totally try. Yeah, all right. I'll well, just work my magic. Oh, yeah. All I have to do is <laughs> smile at them. My God. It's so beautiful. All right. Thank you. Well, all right. Season, <laughs> so season six, episode one is done. Yes. All right. Woo! Heather, you did good. <laughs> Thank you. She's like, I don't like... How, we go to host the show, Jesse, and what was your first <laughs> line? I just want to tell you one thing. I'm like, what? I don't like to talk. <laughs> I'm like, you've been hosting how many shows for After Buzz? What's this girl talking about? Is that because I was here, Jesse? No, it's the humbleness. Just humble, right? <laughs> oh, I love you, babe. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.